0: Welcome inside the lab at Formula 4 Media. I am Bob McGee, and today I'm speaking with Tim Porth, Vice President of Product Development, Commercial, and Specialty for Octane Fitness in Brooklyn Park, N- Minnesota. Mr. Porth, who co-founded Octane in 2001, has had a distinguished career in the fitness equipment and medical devices industries, and prior to launching Octane, which was acquired by Nautilus Inc. in January of 2016, he worked for Light Fitness as Senior Business Director of Cardiovascular Products and as an industrial design and product manager for NordicTrack. Octane, under Porth's leadership, has been recognized regularly for its innovation and breakthroughs, including the creation of three unique fitness product categories, recumbent elliptical, lateral elliptical, and zero runner. Good afternoon, Mr. Porth. Well, first, let's address the last part of your introduction. Can you tell our listeners about the differences among the recumbent elliptical, lateral elliptical, and zero runner? And what is the target audience for each of these products? And which one has had the strongest reaction among consumers and why?
1: Yeah, sure. I guess part one would be what are the differences between the product and kind of who that target audience is. Our recumbent elliptical, which we call the X-Ride, is really a product that we designed for the audience that wants to sit down when they work out. So there are a lot of people that want to sit down, um, whether it's back issues, uh, issues as a variety of reasons. And we wanted to take that category and really put some innovation behind it and, and really give somebody better results, burn more calories in less time. So we created the uh, the X-Ride, which has the seated position, plus it gives you a an elliptical motion so you really get a longer power stroke, so you burn more calories in the same time. Second one you asked about was a lateral elliptical. That was a concept we introduced in twenty twelve. It's been a great product for us. It really takes an elliptical trainer into kind of a skating motion. Um, we think about we think about it as a three D product where it takes you into an additional plane where if you think about bikes, elliptical steppers, treadmills, everything on the cardio floor would take everybody forwards and backwards, kind of in one plane. But in real life, you move in 3D. So this has an adjustable motion, so it's an elliptical motion that you can adjust wider or narrower. So you can go from really kind of an elliptical stepping motion out to a nice wide skating motion that's been really popular for uh, males and females, whether it's sport or somebody's trying to target some different body parts. It's been a great product for that. And then the last one you asked about is the Zero Runner, which we introduced about 18 months ago to the consumer market, and it's coming to the health club market. But that really takes first time that you can have a true running motion but have no impact. So it kind of takes the best of a treadmill and the best of an elliptical where you have the low impact of an elliptical, but you get that true running
0: motion. So
1: that's really it's targeted at runners, but it's also great for people who don't currently run
0: that would like to. I was just going to ask, uh, Tim, is, is the zero-runner target um, runners who maybe have retired from running or because of an injury can't run as much as they used to?
1: Yeah, th- we think about two groups. So you have injured runners or aging runners that want to kind of prolong that ability to run outside. It's a great product for them. The one that's a really kind of an untapped group is people that are younger that want to be able to run later in life as well. We we had somebody tell us it's like a 401k for your running plan where you can bank miles to use later in life. It's, that's really the concept. It, so it works for both groups, whether you're currently injured or aging and injured, or even if you're young, it's great to have that ability to run longer in life.
0: Well, these three products, has, has one in particular had the strongest reaction? I know the zero hasn't been on the market as long as the other two, but has one had a stronger reaction?
1: That's a great question. I guess the person that's probably the most passionate is somebody that has a hard time running. You know, runners, we talk about them being addicted to that sport. I mean, people that run really love to run. And to give somebody the ability to have that feeling back but not have the pain that's a pretty passionate group so that one probably tips
0: the scales to that to the zero runner so let's uh, move on to the next I know recently there's been some fitness trade shows if you could talk briefly about any of the trends in fitness equipment I know you've had a long career in fitness equipment that you see coming out uh, of the recent trade shows uh, that we may see in the market uh, in the next uh, year to two years I guess
1: you know the, the hot trends that we see that we uh develop products too, and really focus on the benefits of of these trends. HIT has been popular for a little while, you know, high high intensity interval training has been popular and we've got some stuff designed specifically to that. Uh, Functional training has been popular for a while and continues to be. We see new ways of people doing functional movements and really kind of designing their exercise program to what they do in everyday life and then electronics. Uh, you, you can't deny how, how tech has influenced this business, whether it's anything from a simple Fitbit activity monitor all the way up to virtual reality and all the stuff that's going on with Oculus Rift and the whole category of virtual reality and augmented reality starting to play a role into fitness equipment.
0: Well, you know, considering your career in designing fitness equipment and as an industrial designer, I wanted to ask you about the evolution of fitness products over the last 15 years you've been in the business. Do you see it more about... Uh, Exercising smarter for the consumer, especially for the boomer set, and has, has the need for constant connectivity, change, design thinking. And uh, finally, you know, with fitness products, how, how important are ease of use, lightweight, and creating products that give users a more intense workout in a shorter amount of time?
1: Yeah, that's exactly
0: there, so. right.
1: I mean, you're, you're exactly right. How do you get smarter? Because everybody's trying to get more efficient in what they do, whether it's at work or at home or, or, or your exercise program. At Octane, we have a mantra of we call it build a better workout whenever we design a piece of equipment we think about how do i get more in less time how do i make it more efficient and that can be related to the movement pattern that we have it can be programming things where we do we have features called x mode we have a program called mma uh... we have a program called cross circuit where we can do different things throughout that workout because we know steady state training uh, isn't as effective as if you change up your movements. So we try to approach it from that standpoint where people get intervals and can change up the workout. So that's one thing. And then electronics have come in and influenced the workouts. And I think initially as people started making higher tech electronics, what it did was it complicated the workout And we see a lot of this going back towards how can I make it as simple as possible and how can I take out, it might only be two minutes, 90 seconds of programming, but how do I get somebody started right away and how do I get them into the most effective program? So we look at things like we have a 30, 60, 90-day plan that you can integrate. We have an app called SmartLink. Now I can get somebody into their workout, a custom-designed workout for them with the press of two buttons. So we try to drive, how do I make it intelligent but not complicate somebody's life? Because the last thing you want to do is have to study a manual on how to get your workout program going.
0: Let's go back to the Zero Runner for a minute as well. And I understand that it's going to be hitting the commercial market in June and a uh, little bit more about it, you know, what makes the product so unique. And also one other product I know you recently introduced was the Schwinn Airdyne Pro Bike. I guess that's an update. Could you talk about those two products a little bit more at, at length? Yeah, Absolutely.
1: Uh, we just introduced both products at two trade shows. One here domestically in the U.S., and then we were in Europe for a big, the biggest health club trade show um, called FIBO in Germany. And we are really excited, and it was great to see the response from customers on the commercial Zero Runner. It's a, it's pretty much the same motion that we have on the consumer side, but you have to build it. Two two key differences. One. You know, these things get used 8, 10, 12 hours a day, so the durability is different. And then this is also a product that somebody walks up to for the first time in a health club, and they got to be able to get going and understand it without being instructed. So that's really the key focus on the difference. But now you'll be able to go to a health club and go for a run and not take the pounding. You're not going to be forced to do it on a treadmill or do it on a traditional standing elliptical, which... They're still great products, but doesn't really get that runner as motivated as they want to be. Then I think your second question was on the Schwinn Airdyne Pro, which we are really excited about this. It's, you know, it's kind of these days what's old is new. The Airdyne's been around forever, but this thing has been totally rethought. And there are really two key influences that we drove into the Airdyne Pro. And that number one, there's a new fan design that Uh, allows us to burn more calories. It's a custom-designed fan that allows higher workload at a lower speed so people can really crank out some great intervals. And that's kind of the second half is the electronics are designed around intervals. And we can just take somebody in about four minutes and run them into the ground, which for some customers, it's great. It's not, but we're showing actual wattage, so we're able to show power, which has been a trend in cycling and is starting to move into other categories. But we've got a really accurate power meter on this machine that helps people measure where they're at. And that gives them that measurability allows for them to compare their workout from when they start to week two to month two to you know two years from now. So it's a great motivator for people. Oh. This the wattage is actually displayed on the console, so you can I see.
0: Okay, see. Okay. We'll give you an accurate measurement. So finally here, uh, uh, Mr. Porth, let's turn to the uh, Nautilus Octane marriage. And I just wonder, how will the company operate under Nautilus ownership? What does the Octane brand have to offer its new parent in terms of product and distribution expertise, for example, that maybe Nautilus didn't have before its acquisition of your company?
1: Yeah, this this has been a great one for us at Octane, and I'm happy to report that the brand will remain the same and our employees are all are all continuing on with us so it really turned out to be a an ideal partnership there's really a very limited overlap as far as our channels go so Nautilus is traditionally sold to the consumer market a lot of direct and then kind of a sporting goods mass retail where Octane has been dedicated to specialty fitness kind of higher price points in the fitness game and then also the commercial market so It's really been great because the companies are very like-minded. The way we approach product development, we're both into innovation. We're both thinking about the customer a lot and how do we make that experience better for the customer. So while we're doing the same thing, we're going after different groups. So that's what makes it a really nice marriage to keep both companies going. But now we have two mindsets that we can compare notes. You know, I've been watching Nautilus for a long time and, have really appreciated what they've done with different concepts, how they market a lot of different things. And now after watching them for years, I'm able to ask the questions of, hey, why'd you do this? Or what were you thinking here? And I I get the real story. And they seem to have that same question from watching us from the outside. So it's a very, it's been a very good partnership. You know, we're still in our honeymoon period. So we're We're actively laying the foundation for where we go long-term without kind of disrupting our current plan. You know, both companies were healthy and profitable. It's not broke, you don't fix it. But we're getting to know each other, talking about, hey, what are the steps we take going forward and how do we take advantage of this partnership because both groups have a lot of great ideas and I know there's some efficiencies
0: that will come out of this. You've been listening to Inside the Lab at Full 4 Media. This is Bob McGee.